RTS podcast starts right now. Episode 87 of the RTS podcast presented by GT Transport LLC live here from the Light Speed Equipment Studios. That's a good ring to it, doesn't it, Mike? It does, Mark. It does have a good ring to it. It's Mark and Mike here on the microphones. We're back. A full installment episode. It's been a while since we've done a full installment episode. It does, man. It feels good to be here. Sunday night. What's going down? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, just got done watching the cup race. Had that going on. Yeah. From Auto Club. And uh, we'll touch on that here in a little bit. We got a ton of stuff to talk about. But we also have a, uh, a guest in studio with us this week. And it'll be kind of our, our guest slash third uh, co-host this week. Perfect. So I think it'd be better time to bring him in. He is actually the owner, operator, CEO, vice president, president. I said vice president because I think his wife is the president of the company. I don't know. We'll Makes have to get sense. clarification on that. Right. But uh, joining us here this week, uh, he's going to have a ton of information on some stuff that's going down this year with the UMSS as well that we're going to get to later in the show. But as none other, making his second trip to the RTS podcast, Terry Golly. What's up, bud? Good evening, everybody. <laughs> He's back. I'm back. Um, like it or not, let's see if I can ruin another podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as ruin. <laughs> it was no, like, I'd just be the bottom two on the rating chart. Right. I mean, it's, it sounded good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's a. Uh, it's always a good time having you in here. Uh, we wanted to bring you back. Uh, we're, we're, we'll get to uh, all the the dirty details here later in the episode. But you've got some. Uh, you got some big announcements for uh, what uh, GT Transport is going to be doing to be involved with the GT Hotshot Challenge in 2023. Absolutely. A uh, little change, a uh, little radio coochie coo or podcast coochie coo. But yeah, we got some big changes cooking for the uh, the 2023 season and uh, looking forward to getting announced. And also, we're going to be back this year again uh, as the uh, presenting sponsor for the RTS podcast. Oh, I didn't know that. That's the breaking news. Perfect. Man. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I personally can't thank you enough for coming back on board with us. Last year was the first year that we had the uh, relationship between RTS and GT. I think it worked out great. Um, getting to know you and your entire family over the last couple of years has been an absolute blast. And I wouldn't uh, pick a re- I wouldn't pick anybody else to take this journey with and be involved with. Yeah, I, we're happy to do it. I mean, this is this is a big piece of the that advertising puzzle. You know, we can you guys do an awesome job of getting the name out. You guys get everything out promptly. It's all displayed well. It just you guys rock it at promoting our business. Um, and I can't thank you guys enough. And we're we love to be a part of it and looking forward to continuing on. Absolutely, man. No, we're looking forward to it. Uh, like I said, if anybody ever, anybody ever is looking, we always got the GT logo on all of our promo pictures uh, for episodes. We got it on our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, TikTok. It's everywhere. Um, and then, uh, you know, kind of speaking of GT Transport, uh, we, we talked about it before, but for any new listeners that are part of the show, what is GT Transport LLC? What do you guys do? How can they get a hold of you? You know, what's the base? What's the baseline for it? Based out on the northwest side of the city is Buffalo, Minnesota. Uh, we run 40-foot hot shots all over the Twin Cities. Um, we try and stay five-state region. Um, and, I mean, we haul everything from pipe to wood, uh, uh, sheet metal. Um, I'm in it at your work. We're yep. doing, I mean. Yep, you've we, stopped by. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, that's, that's kind of our specialty. Um, if you ever need anything hauled, uh, give me a shout, 763-439-3211. And uh, look forward to uh, working with you. Absolutely. No, that's the place to be. And I think it's on the logo, too. And like I said, you can always get a hold of us. If you're looking for a way to get a hold of Terry, 
you know, reach through, reach out through us through RTS, and we'll get you connected, and we'll uh, take care of all your transportation needs. Awesome. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, anytime, man. And then uh, clarification, uh, VP of operations, I think the president is outside talking to the president of RTS right now. That is correct, yes. 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 She uh, she is in the building. Yes, Rachel is uh, is in the building and uh, overseeing everything and making sure I uh, <laughs> I don't make a complete ass of the business. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'm kind of scared that the two of them are outside of the studio. It's going to be kind of interesting to see what they conjure up. I mean, we might, the, both businesses might be flipped upside down by the end of this podcast. I don't know. I I don't have any fears of that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, man, it's great to have you back again. Like I said, it's episode 87 RTS presented by GT Transport LLC, Lightspeed Equipment Studios. That's an announcement that we'd like to make. Formally introducing uh, Lightspeed Equipment as the full-time studio sponsor in 2023. And Mike, I'm sure you can hit on that. Lightspeed has been a part of your racing program for many, many years. Yeah, Donnie and Sean uh, started Lightspeed back in 2015, and it's uh, been growing, and it's screen printing with LED lights, and they build them, send them all over. I was just over there this weekend. They're sending two of them to Pennsylvania Oh wow! to a uh, T-shirt that does a lot of stuff for shark racing and whatnot. So oh, sweet. It's uh, it's pretty cool. It's full circle, so sending them off, you know, and these machines that Donnie and Sean make in-house right there in Long Lake, Minnesota, are printing sprint car T-shirts in Delano, so it's pretty damn cool. No, it's it's awesome. I've had the chance to get to know Donnie. Like I said, another uh, relationship I've been able to uh, grow uh, through other people, Mike being you. Uh, getting to know Donnie, super cool guy. Yep. Um, he's always at the racetrack, always on the hand, most helpful guy. Like uh, we talked about in our last Unorthodox episode where we basically summed up my racing career in about 22 seconds. Yeah, we should shift from that. Yeah, we definitely should. Um, Donnie was there helping me out. He was getting me strapped in the car, helping out, making sure everything was ready to go, bouncing back between my car, your car, and whatnot. He's just outstanding guy. He's always yep. been at the kickoff parties. He's you know he's always there for the events, man. He's, he's always there. Donnie is just, just a great guy. Yeah, Donnie's the man. He's uh, supported me for a long time in racing career and everything, and I've known him my whole life. Him and my dad grew up together, so big shout-out to him for coming on board and for everything he's done to help me. Absolutely. No, thank you again to Lightspeed Equipment back in 2023 with RTS, officially sponsoring full-time the RTS Studios, now officially the Lightspeed Equipment Studios. Sounds good. I love it. It's got a great weight, or a great ring to it, man. We've got, like I said, we've got a lot of other returning sponsors. I know uh, Pretty Polish Junkie, they're back with us in 2023. Talk to Jody. They're locked and loaded. They're coming back. Perfect. Uh, you know, Mike, I know you like to get your nails done, so you got yeah. the, you get, you're getting the in now again for the next this year. Yeah, like I told you, I'm more of a you know pedicure person, but you know if I get get my nails done, it is what it is. That French set you got on looks awfully nice today, dude. It's not bad, but it just <laughs> it really helps me from not biting them. Right. So that's the main thing why I do it most often. So pretty pals junkie coming back in 2023 with us. It's great to have her back on board. Yes. You know, it's uh, for all the lady fans of RTS. If you're looking for those, you can find her on Facebook, Instagram. She's there. Pretty pals junkie, pretty pals junkie.com. Go through her. She'll get you out some samples, all that wonderful stuff, man. Taylor uses them. Their lights out. They make her nails look just all bougie and everything. Bougie's the way to go. Oh, absolutely. And then uh, another sponsorship announcement. Uh, DK designs coming back. Uh, he's jumping back on board. He does all of our graphics. He's uh, done our T-shirts. He's done our stickers. He wrapped Mike's car. He's put the RTS logo and the GT uh, wrap on the Envoy for Terry. Uh, does outstanding work. So all three of us have a little bit of a connection with old DK Designs. Yeah, absolutely. Dylan's one of the best, man. DK Designs, look him up on Facebook, send him a message, and he'll get back to you as soon as he can. 
Uh, just uh, you pulled up in the envoy here tonight, and uh, she's looking sharp, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Dilly did a great job wrapping it. Takes care of all of our equipment, uh, trucks, trailers. You know, all the magnets go on the trucks, shirts, everything. So. Dilly does a great job for us. Yes, so, he does. Yeah, EK Design all the way. Absolutely. You can find them on all the social media platforms as well. As well, returning for another year, we got TCB Speed North. They are back on board. Rob K.O. Jr. over there slinging uh, all your race car parts, uh, building chassis, fixing chassis, uh, setting them up, giving you setup uh, advice and everything. Rob making a, doing a killer job over there. I just seen him on Facebook. He's been posting a lot, uh, doing a lot of work over there at the TCB Speed uh, Garage and getting a lot of work done for a lot of people that are involved with the umss and also outside the umss as well and uh yeah you need anything head on over to tcb speed north you can find them on all social media platforms um then some uh, other sponsors coming back uh, mueller jewelers the official diamond company of the rts podcast it's kind of it's kind of cool to say it's got a good ring to it man nothing better than a little bling bling no absolutely no and you can put a nice piece of bling bling on those uh bougie uh, uh ring finger uh, that makes all good from a uh, pretty polished junkie yeah, you definitely could if you needed to. <laughs> See, we're just trying to intertwine everybody right. here. But uh, Gary and Carrie, they're coming back on board. Mueller Jewelers back again with RTS in 2023, family-owned and uh, family-ran out in uh, Lindstrom, Minnesota. Head on over there, uh, Mueller Jewelers, MuellerJewelers.com. And then uh, our buddy uh, Tim Shinion over at Racing Today, formerly the Racing Insiders, uh, rebranded in 2023 himself. He's back on board, Racing Today, RacingToday.com. Taylor Jillian Photography, the president of RTS, PR, marketing, and everything. Taylor Meyerhoff, my lovely wife. She's back on board with the photography. She'll be out there with the camera, getting pictures in the pits and at the track in 2023. And uh, Fast Factory Foundation. We just had Tool Bingo with them guys uh, Saturday night. That was a big turnout for them guys, man. Shane V. Brock, the whole V. Brock clan over there for uh, Fast Factory Foundation. Setting kids up in carts that are uh, getting wanting to get into racing but may not have the fun funding to do so so shane's kind of that middle guy that's kind of making all the dreams happen we saw uh, a kid uh, emmett bailey he's actually the kid that won the uh, national bullet championship in wisconsin i did see that um yes. that's gonna be getting a cart from fast factory foundation and getting the chance to go uh, race in 2023 just a super cool deal what they're going on they're back on board with us in 2023 tool bingo was lights out on saturday night man it was a ton of fun i got to call bingo that we were having a ton of fun with everybody was there um you know ton of giveaways we brought home a new wing panel davy heskin uh, autographed wing panel it's got the old uh, world outlaw stp sticker on it it's an old school one man looks good no we got that hanging up in the studio uh kind of a little studio looks a little different than the last time you were here it's got a nice refresh looks yeah. pretty good in here guys a little more comfier and everything yeah, yeah. yeah. a little bit more spacious just Flows a little bit better. No, it does. Feng I think, Shui is right. Yeah, I think uh, we did That's a what we were going for. The Feng Shui is yes. key. Right. Feng Shui. That's what we talked about when we were doing this. I, yeah. Like, I what would be the best Feng Shui? Was that right after this? you got your French nail set? You know, I think it was before that. Okay. Because then I had to let them dry. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm. That's right. Yes, there you go. No, it... <laughs> <laughs> yes, the feng shui of the Lightspeed Equipment Studios is a, a lot more uh, feng shui-y. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But uh just want to say thank you. Uh, we're still working on a couple other sponsors to make get them locked in. And once they do, we'll make that announcement uh, that they are returning. But just want to say thank you to all of our 2022 sponsors and everybody that's jumping back on board with us in 2023. Yes, absolutely. Thanks a lot. Go to their pages, like, follow, share, do all that stuff. They help us, and it means the world. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, Terry, you're uh, big into the racing scene, regardless if it's got fenders or no fenders, four wheels, two wheels, whatever. You know, you're a big fan of racing. We've had some racing that's kind of gone down here in the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, Mike and I have kind of talked on it vaguely, but I always like to get your standpoint on some racing stuff outside, of, uh, you know, a little different uh, point of view, if you want to call it that. Um, just kind of the early uh, setup, you know, we had East Bay, we had Volusia, we had a bunch of stuff, everything going down in Vado and whatnot. Just kind of your early takes from uh, what's been going on early in the racing year. Car counts. Good Lord. Anywhere you look this year, the beginning of the season, any of the tracks, Volusia, East Bay, just like you said, I mean, the car counts are there. Yeah, I was a little worried with the economy, kind of seeing what that was going to do. And, and there, it's getting supported. The, the uh, crowds look good at all the yeah. tracks every night. You know, I'm hoping everything stays the course and, and we're going to have another solid year car count wise. And it looked good. Um, was really shocked to see how good Hudson O'Neill was doing with the Rocket House car. I didn't figure that was going to kick off the way it did. And Same here. Yeah, he's he is just lights out in that car. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's kind of the biggest takeaway, I guess, from Speed Weeks for me. How about you guys? What do you, you know, what do you guys see? I'd have to say, like for the late model world, I mean, the Longhorns kind of dominated right off the bat, but then Rocket picked it up there at the end of East Bay and whatnot, and they've been really fast. But I think Hudson O'Neill just, you know, whooping ass there at the end of the last week, there getting all them wins was pretty wild. But I think they're back. I mean, you get the right combination of crew chief driver, and I mean, they're definitely putting it putting it down and picking up the wins. And I think they're gonna be they're gonna be strong all season. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And gravel picking up two for down at at Volusia. Yeah, the one yeah one night rained out, and he looked good with the All Stars. Yeah, down there both nights. So yeah, gravel started off fast, and like he said, not running Australia or Chili Bowl. This is right off the bat for his first races. So he looks really good. He could have won one of them All Star races, yeah. I think, but just the way it worked out. But Volusia was not its typical self, being a little rough, and then it was super fast with all the rain, obviously. But the two car is showing signs of speed, and he's drawing good. And if he's drawing good, he's going to be tough to he's going to be tough to beat. What did you uh, What did you think of uh, X Games uh, crazy person uh, Travis Pastrana running a modified? Uh, who would have seen that coming? I mean, <laughs> right, dude can drive irregardless, but I mean it's that's a whole different caliber thing, and yeah, it just goes out and nails it. Didn't see that coming. No, pretty insane. I mean, and the way they do their format down there, he just got stuck in kind of you know. I mean, he won the race, but it was a weak, weaker feature. Started up front, they invert 10, and he did everything he was supposed to do. Started up front, led 15 laps, and got himself a Gator. Pretty incredible. And apparently Charlie Medford can park there. He can park there. That was funny. We yes. have confirmed. Yes. You can park there. I That kid is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool where he's came from, from Gateway to now. I mean, everybody knows who he is. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. Been there, got a T-shirt. Got the Medford merch now. Oh, yeah. Pit Lizard Pimpin. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, just kind of talking about everything. Uh, I know uh, GT Transport uh, sponsor on uh, Brent Larson's uh, late model with yeah. the World of Outlaw yeah. late models. Yep. Brent Brent had a good speed weeks. Uh, I think he made all the feature starts down there um, all every night between the UMP dirt cars and the World of Outlaws. Um, he's looking forward to big things this year. Brought on a couple of new sponsors for his operation and, and uh, really trying to take a big swing at at some glory this year with the uh, the old uh, B1 bomber rocket. Car looks really good. Oh, I know. Car I, looks great. Yeah, yeah. I when he showed me that, I, I that's one of the best looking late models race cars. Period. I've seen for quite a while. Yeah, definitely good looking design. Looks great. Looks slick. Just as good on the track as it did at, like in the pictures I saw on Facebook. So, yeah, big things for him. He started off good and he's end of the year pretty decent. So yeah, can only go up. Yep. 
who else uh, is GT rocking this year in 2023 that's going to be on the track? Well, uh, we know for sure Brent Larson, Matthew Larson, of course, the RTS deal. We'll be doing the uh, Challenge Series again for uh, UMSS. Um, as of right now, both uh, Tim and Toby Patchen, and we'll be back on DK again this year, uh, Dylan Crumbschroeder's car. I think that's that's going to be about it for the year. So there you go. Um, pretty much same, you know, status quo like we've been doing for in years past. So right on, right nice. on. Um, and then where where can we? Uh, if anybody's looking, like we we've given a lot of glory to this envoy. I'm not telling you guys this this envoy. It looks it's sweet. It's got a badass uh, horn on it. I mean, he come in, Terry come pulling into the RTS studios. Sorry, Lightspeed Equipment Studios. I'm gonna have to get used to that. Uh, horn blazing, lights are on, and everything. I mean, he made the grand entrance, man. Where uh, so you're, you're still gonna be doing some pushing at Cedar, oh, yeah. IRA, World Outlaws, all them guys. Yep, yep. We're gonna um the uh, the official push truck of the RTS podcast. <laughs> we'll be uh we'll be well seen this year. Uh, World Outlaws, IRA, UMSS. I don't think it'll be. We're not when we go down to Iowa or anything. We'll just we won't be down there with any of those. But mm. um, but yeah, North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin. There you go. It, the uh, the old Denali is going to get a workout. So that's nice. good. That's yeah. good. I know that sometimes uh, if you play your cards right and uh, it's not too crowded in the envoy, you might be able to sneak a ride in there while cars are maybe getting pushed off once in a blue moon. It's it, very rare. It may happen. It may happen. So you know, slip me a twenty and and uh, <laughs> you might get a few rides. That's not a bad deal. No, that's a good deal. I mean. Yeah. It, I've hopped in there before, got some content, you know, when I when I wasn't able to sneak in there, get some on-track content, you know, it's a whole different point of view, so uh, it's kind of a different aspect of being in there and seeing, seeing uh, cars being pushed off and whatnot. It's just a little small, inter- little things you get to do at the track where you're just like, okay, that's a whole different element. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, we enjoy it. it I mean, it, it's as weird as it may sound, it, it is a lot of fun, you know, you can... You got the best seat in the house, the middle of the racetrack, pushing these cars around, and it's it's just it's a good way. It's the best way we found to be involved with it as a family. No, it looks really cool. It's something that I've never done, but I've always seen it. So, like, I think at the Ricker Memorial, you were pushing off. So, being in the infield for qualifying, and then you're actually part of the show. I mean, it's definitely different. What's it like that for pushing off for qualifying? Oh, it's awesome. I mean that. Because Cedar Lake does it different. I think they do it right for qualifying. Yeah. I like how they do it. It's a very good format. The layout, everything works out perfect. Yeah. It's probably it's no adrenaline rush like you'd get from racing. Trust me, but um, it it does. You kind of get a little adrenaline rush because you're just wheeling around in the infield pushing these cars off, and just one after another, after another, after another. And then probably the coolest thing still is you're in the infield when the outlaws do the four wide. IRA does it. That is just there's nothing you can't experience it outside the. You know, on the grandstands is yep. what it's like on the inside. That makes know? sense because the four wide salute definitely pans on the best moment in racing. So being in the infield at any track that does it, it's got to be pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah. Most Especially definitely. with the fireworks going yeah. off. Yeah. And then, you know, you sit there and you watch 24 410s run around with no mufflers and you're screaming and yelling at each other at the end of the night because you can't hear a damn thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. But right. it's awesome. I, I mean, mean, that's kind of always been the biggest takeaway. And obviously the times have changed, insurance and all that stuff. I mean, that was always one of the cool things, you know, from a crew guy standpoint back when, you know, we were at either St. Croix or when we were going to Ogilvie, anywhere else. And even back you know, in the day at Cedar Lake, you know, we would be able to park our wheelers in the infield. And I've said this before on the podcast, there is nothing like catching and regardless of what any kind of race it is, but like sprint cars, what we're talking about right now, 
it just being in the infield, it's, just, it's a different point of view. It the is. atmosphere is different. The electricity is through the roof. I mean, it, it, it is one of the coolest things you can ever do. And obviously, because of safety uh, ordeals with tracks and insurance and whatnot, they don't uh, they don't allow that a lot of many, many places anymore. And it sucks. And obviously, a lot of fans, you know, obviously, they we're not going to put grandstand seating down in the middle. You know, it's just not going to happen. But uh, it's, it's something, man. If there's a way, you know, I know sometimes tracks are looking for additional push trucks. And if they're there and you got a push bumper i mean sign up they'll probably comp your grandstand pass that night and throw you a couple beers for all i know it's um one of the coolest things that we didn't even know about or really hadn't been aware of just with being around the spring cars all the time was when we came back from covid cedar lake had that big independence day blowout with the late models and sprint cars Mm -hmm. and that's the first time i had watched an open late model feature in the infield and i can't believe you know, the amount of movement that's in those cars and then the headers are glowing on the cars. And I mean, you can't get that. You can't see that from the grandstand. Right. You know, but to be on the infield and you're, you know, you can see a lot of movement in the car, but Mm -hmm. it's just that much more. I mean, that's it's, and it's, like I said, it's the biggest way we can be involved in it without having a car, without, you know, spending a bunch of money on, on that option is it's a nice sponsorship deal. And, we can get the business name out there and and uh, and help out, you know. Oh yeah, no, I mean it definitely is, and you're doing it right. Like you said, it's a way to uh, put your business out there. It's all lettered up on the side of the envoy. It, you know, it's in big bold letters that you can't miss it. Well, plus it sticks out like a sore thumb. I mean, it sticks out because it looks good. You're not out there in a 1984 Ford Bronco. Right. You know, that's rusted out. Right. <laughs> so that's the other thing. It looks great, and especially being white. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So. No, I think it does. Like you said, it's a smart move on your point. You're also having fun doing it. And it's just the best of both worlds. And I think it's, I mean, you don't see anybody else unless they're on like a national level at these bigger tracks, you know, with the World Outlaws or All-Stars or whatever that require push trucks to be there. You don't really see anybody else doing it. So I applaud you. It's a good, it's a good marketing strategy. Oh, yeah. No, most definitely. I mean, that wasn't the biggest reason we got involved in it. it it's It's purely the love of the sport. I mean being involved as a, as an official and everything with UMSS and then having to step away from that to, to, to run the business and do all that stuff. We were looking for another way to, to get back in it, mm-hmm. but not have to have the commitment of having to be there every weekend or, or anything like that. And, and it works. I mean, it, it, it gets, it gets our business name out. It helps out the series. It helps out the tracks. It helps out, you know, kind of everybody and everybody, yep. everybody gets a win-win. Absolutely. So, um yeah no we love it and and um you know and that's retirement plan gt transport won't be working woody but definitely <laughs> you know it would be awesome to, to you know to jump on with the outlaws for a year and just follow them around push that'd, be, cool. cars. that'd be the perfect way that to would be sweet for the first yeah. year yeah absolutely so, not saying that's the game plan but it's on the radar. No, that'd be sweet, man. And kind of stuff that you just hit on, like we said, this is Terry's second time joining us here on RTS and everything. And on our first time that you were here, we kind of did a deep dive on, you know, the, how, you know, how did, how were you involved with the racing scene and, you know, why are you doing the things that you're doing? And uh, if anybody wants to hear all that, 
Um, I should have done my homework and remembered what episode number it was, but I don't remember. <laughs> it was 1 through 86. Why don't you just listen to them all, and then you can tell us what episode it was. Go back and check them all out on your favorite podcast platforms. That is the smartest thing I've heard come out of your mouth, especially <laughs> the ones that have GT Transport LLC on them. Yep. Yeah, so basically from about 4th of July till now. It was of one, one of them. Yep, of last year. Yep, that's <laughs> when the whole deal went down and GT jumped on board, which uh, it's completely ecstatic about. But yes, all stuff that Terry hit on, and... And we'll, some of the, we'll kind of bounce back on that once we make the announcement and whatnot and everything. But uh, got a lot of a story behind, a, you know, why you're involved, how you got involved, you know, where the love of racing came for you and whatnot. It's all on that episode. Go back there. We got it probably marked, a, you know, with Terry's name on there with GT Transport. Just go back and look through the archives. It's one, it's one through 86. You'll find it. Make right. it happen. Right, right. There you go, man. But Actually, the first person that tells us what episode is, Mark will give you a prize. <laughs> <laughs> marketing it's how you market mike yes we do market mark will mail it to you i'll sign the can koozie i'll even throw in a gt transport keychain oh there you go wow i know keychain we're going all out on this episode big league oh my goodness like just the giveaways are just through the roof it is terry will even sign the keychain oh there you go yep but as i said earlier this is episode 87 and uh That's a good number yeah you know my uh my co-host over here of the rts podcast uh he drives the 87 sprint car I when did. he's not driving the 61 or the 63 or the well i can't remember what jeff's number 22 or you know 34 triple d yeah you've driven a plethora of cars mike yeah and uh unbeknownst to you um i had a little chit chat with terry while you weren't here weird and, you know, since this is episode 87, I want to show you some love. And on top of that, it will be your birthday on Tuesday. It will be. So happy early birthday, even though when people finally hear this, it'll be Wednesday. So it would be after your birthday. But uh, yes, Mike's birthday is on Tuesday. It is. Getting it, old. It is. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to kind of change, to flip the script a little bit. Okay, let's hear it. Well, I asked Terry, you know, he obviously he is our guest in here, but he's also, I'm, I'm going to call him, he's kind of like my uh, special guest co-host. Perfect. And, you know, Terry's been involved with the racing scene for a long time. He was a part of the UMSS in the early days as an official, and uh, he's been around the sport for a long time. And I, you know, kind of putting Terry on the spot here as well, but hopefully he's had a few minutes to kind of maybe gonjure up a couple things. But, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, this is going to be the Mike Mueller portion of the show because it's episode 87. Want to give you some love, man. You know, give you your, give you your day in the sun. So just, uh, you know, Terry, if there was a question, just a barn burner question that you had to ask all 87 across the table from you. And he's get, he's like, come on, bring it, buddy. Bring Let's it. Hear it. Let's hear it. What's uh, what do you got down there? Yeah. What do you get? Some questions for the driver of the 87? We'll start him out with a softball and we'll build from there. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> What's behind the 87? So everybody always thinks it was year I was born, but it's not because I was born in 88. My dad always liked that number. And then I think wilkies ran it back in the day for the sprint car stuff but there's never really been an 87 if you look back on it between sprint cars late models modifieds even nascar front row joe that's about it so kind of picked that because there was nobody else and then in the go-karts i wanted to be 89 and uh there was two other 89s so i did that for the first year and then there was just never another 87 and there really hasn't been ever since so it's kind of why i stuck with it what's your biggest accomplishment behind the wheel you know i've basically won I've won a lot of races, and I think in the sprint car, for example, because that's what I've been doing the last 11 years, 
it's winning at all the other different tracks. It's not like I won 10 races at St. Croix or something. I've basically won at every track except Eagle Valley. <laughs> so <laughs> I have not done very well there. I don't know. I think probably the Jackson Nationals winning the, the two nights there in 2019. That was really big. Got cool trophies. Definitely my, the biggest payday of my career. Otherwise, probably anytime you know, I've won on Dirt Vision. I've won twice at the Outlaw Show. So that's super cool. There's nothing better than being on Dirt Vision, obviously. Um, I'd have to say that I had a longtime sponsor and friend that passed away on a Thursday. Then we went to Granite City and I went on Friday. So that was probably one of the most special wins for me personally. But I don't know, probably something like that. Just just winning at different tracks, going there for the first times, going to North Dakota this last year. First time ever at Grand Forks getting the win. First time at Devil's Lake the next night getting the win. So stuff like that. I mean, it, it really doesn't matter where you are. I mean, all the wins, they're all like I told Mark last time. They're all fun. I mean, there's nothing better than getting in victory lane, but. My favorite one's probably gonna be the next, next one, one too. Yep. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. So exactly. you're kind of talking about that, you know, your your accomplishments in your racing career. What's the one that you feel was the biggest one that got away? Probably uh, in the modified, we won the track championship in 2008 at Capella Speedway, and I led that whole feature because back in the day, season championship, they lined you up by points, started on the pole, led the whole feature till the last lap. So that was one that got away that still burns me because I ran the mod for three years, won the championship, never won a feature. You never won a feature behind the wheel of a modified? Not in an A mod. I won a couple in the B mod, won a couple in the super stock, but never in the mod, but won the track championship. So it was kind of cool. Cool. Very cool. So what all have you raced? So I started out in go-karts from 99 to like 07, and then I got a modified ride in 2006. I was 18, so I ran a mod from 06, 07, 08. 2009, built a B-Mod, and I had knee surgery, so I only ran a little bit in 09. So 9, 10, 11, I ran the B-Mod. And then 2012, I jumped in my Uncle Jimmy's Superstock. So I ran that like 15 shows, got two wins. That was a lot of fun. And then built a sprint car. So I've been non-wing sprint car from 13 to now. Nice. And why did you end up going with the sprint car? What was the big draw? What what led you to that? Well, like uh, like you, I've always been a huge sprint car fan. So when we had the B-Mod, we couldn't afford to run a 360, obviously. And then they started the non-wing deal, so we just gave it a couple years to see how that would grow. But anytime we had the B-Mod or the Super, we went wherever the sprint cars were. If right. IRA was at Rice Lake, we brought the B-Mod there and raced just so we could watch and be part of the show. So that was the biggest thing. And then the non-wing deal, I mean, it turned out to be pretty affordable at first. And it's, a uh, I don't know, there's nothing better than driving a sprint car. Now I've done a ton of wing racing over the last three, four years. So that's kind of where I'm putting my main focus at for the rest of this year and you know i'll still dabble in the non-wing stuff do you know handful of races here and there but it's uh there's nothing better than driving a sprint car so sprint cars don't exist never been created what hell are you creating here i'm creating some hell it's pretty bad isn't it oh yeah no just hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on i got this sprint cars don't exist what is the one car any form of racing four wheels two wheels a unicycle you ryan buck the hell out of it what what are you racing? You know, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed the Modified, but back when I was running the Modified, I mean, there was 30 cars, and 20 of them cars could win every night. So when I was running 10th, 8th, we'd crack a top five, you know, once a month. Those were really good runs, and I look back. A lot of them drivers aren't around anymore, and the guys I was beating then are now guys winning races. So I wish I could have stayed in the Modified and done that. I mean, it would have been a lot of fun, but man, I'm getting anxiety just thinking about the work, grinding <laughs> all them tires, doing body work every night. So I don't know. I mean, I'd probably have to say I did get a chance to drive that crate late model a couple years ago, and we ran it against the regular late models at Cedar Lake. That was a lot of fun. 
I think I do pretty decent in a late model just because those things you got to be smooth. You got to be consistent. You can drive it through the slick. And I think that's where I win a lot of races because I'm very consistent and smooth. All right. So now, okay. So you know, you, so you've picked a late model. That's what we're going with. That's how, that's what I'd like to do. Okay. So you, like you said, you would create or are we going open? Well, I, obviously it'd be nice to be in an open one. I okay. mean, I don't want to run a B mod late model. I just was asking just clarification, <laughs> you know, clarification. Now, uh, Cedar Lake doesn't exist where you want to run this late model. Probably Granite City because I have a good track record at Granite City. <laughs> and now they're personal running. ATM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, I, anywhere small, man. I like the small tracks. It's so much more fun. But I do very well at the big tracks. That's the part that's just the deceiving to me. But the big tracks, I think I do good there because you have to be smooth. You mess up there, you could lose a straightaway, mm. and then your next lap's almost ruined. So never in my life did I ever think I'd go to Alexandria because you know growing up that was always the motor burner. And uh, we've been there three times, and I got two wins in the sprint car. So being there in a sprint car is crazy, but them fast tracks are fun. Back at Jackson when it was big, you know, got the wins there. It's a lot of fun. So the the bigger tracks are always cool. And I always did very well in the go-karts on the bigger tracks as well. What's the one track you've been to that's scared you? Man, I would not say there's not really a track that scared me. Going to Alexandria for the first time in the sprint car was pretty nuts just because it was so big. And I've just always wanted to stay away from the bigger tracks. I'd have to say probably the first time at Eagle Valley just because it's so different. The, the front stretch is downhill. The back stretch is uphill. Turns one and two are completely different to me. There's better lighting in one corner than the other corner. That, that track, I just cannot get a grip on it for the non-wing car. But the wing car, I do pretty decent there. So that's the thing that's weird. But in the wing car there, it's like I can roll the bottom very well and get away with it. In the non-wing car, you, gotta, gotta, you have to be up top. It's just that's the one track that I am not good at. You've been on this podcast for a while, Mike. Even before you became full-time on the podcast, we had you on before that where we had you on guest spots and came in and everything. Right. You've shared plenty of story. A little bit. Uh, I can't recall every story that you've told us. I can probably tell it again. You could. <laughs> I know you could. I've fortunately been lucky enough to be a part of some of those stories, and the memories have been uh, one in a million. Let's just put it that way. It's been a lot of fun. It's been fun. But if there's just you know one story that sticks out in the back of your mind that you know it's kind of one of those stories to where it's a core memory. But it's one of those ones where I'm only going to tell a select few people just because it's just one of those times at the track or something I did on the track or a race in memory that I just want to keep to myself. And it's a story that I won't bring up unless I'm asked about it. What's that one story? I've had a lot of cool memories. Like we talked about it before. The wins are awesome, but the mem- also memories coming 20th to 3rd. Are, them are just as cool. So I don't know. I think probably Jackson when we won the first night. Cam won. Cam won the first night. We won the second night. Um, we stayed up all night and we partied our asses off and everybody was there. It seemed like, and we took a picture every hour on the hour. So that was hilarious. All of us standing there drinking. So we had pictures from 11 o'clock to six in the morning. So I think I remember this. I think I remember these Snapchat (laughs) stories to be honest. So like that was, that was a memory. Like I look back at my phone cause I'm that guy that shows pictures to everybody in videos and I Snapchat, you know, my whole damn life. (laughs) So Going back and seeing that weekend is hilarious. That was a lot of fun. I don't know. Probably one thing that we've done a lot lately that stands out that it seems like everybody talks about is if there's a yellow flag or a red flag and we stop on the track, I like to just start yelling and talking to people and whoever (laughs) wants to listen when I park by them. So I know we did it at Eagle Valley and then Cedar Lake last time. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of fun. So I think the older I get, the more I want to race and I want to, you know, obviously you want to win every night, but you also want to have fun. 
And I know I wasn't having fun for a while there. And now it's going back to having a lot more fun. So just going to the track, having fun. I mean, I don't want to go to the track when it's 110 degrees. I can tell you that right now. Right. That's not as much fun. But yeah. it means no, it's still fun driving a sprint car. Absolutely, man. No, I, we've we've shared plenty of memories there. I know uh, last legendary we uh, 100 weekend. I know it wasn't as rowdy, but I know we were all there having a good time. Yeah. You know, it was a good time having some cockatooies and uh, watching people fall flat on their face and whatnot. None of us <laughs> three did that. It no, wasn't any no, of us. It wasn't no. any of us. But uh, no, I mean, even the legendary 100 when we won, me and Cam one of the points tied. It was basically whoever beat whoever, and we won that race. So that's probably one of my bigger wins too, just because. Winning the 100, that was always the race you wanted to win growing up. You yeah. know, we always st- st- sat in the stands, front stretch, had a booth. So winning that was pretty damn cool. And then we stayed up, and, well, I mean, we whooped it up that weekend, too, oh me and Mark. Oh, my God. So it I, was, think, uh, I think we were taking the uh, the old RTS Denali back at about 3 o'clock in the morning, and the fire was <laughs> just getting going. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Think, I think we were still up at 8.30 that Saturday we were. morning. So we were uh, – we were having some fun, so I mean, that was a that was a good one. And then uh, another one I just remembered was probably at Husets going there for the first time. We stayed up and it was muddy. We literally camped in the infield, slept in the motorhome in the truck, and me and Todd Hansen stayed up till the sun came up, having a bonfire in the middle of Husets. I just had a blast, just me and him talking like best friends that you know I've known him just like you know only a few short years. But that was uh, that was one memory too that I'll we connected a lot there, and it was uh, it was fun, man. Oh, that, and that's what it is, man. We always say, regardless of what you know, style of racing it is, you know, especially but especially with the the sprint car guys, you know, the the family dynamic, and just the friendships that are made, you know, regardless if you're, you know, one of the top guys or you're one of the journeyman guys that's you know just out there wanting to drive a sprint car, you know, we all get along. We all yep. know how to have a good time. We're all having beers at the end of the night, you know. And nine times out of ten, you're usually going to find the fire and the, the the more longevity of cocktails flowing if you're over on our side of the pits. Absolutely. Which it makes it fun, and, I mean, that's just how we do it. You know, normally the sprint car guys are the first ones in, and we're the last ones out. Yeah, yep. absolutely, man. It's just, it's the best. It's We have a good core group of guys. Like you said, we all help yeah. each other out. 100% the best group of people that we're racing with right now that I have in my whole entire life. No, I agree, man. No, it's uh, it's been a trip and whatnot, and I know I was kind of I know you and me have kind of talked about this, you know, uh, a few times and whatnot. But I remember like when I jumped into sprint car racing with uh, Rob Ko Jr. back in 2015 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you and your old man would always stop by the shop, his old place in Wyoming, quite a bit. Because either you're picking up something or you guys would just swing by, you know, you're rolling up in the caddy or whatever, you know. Right. You know, and uh, I just always, you know, remember you guys swinging by, but I never had a chance to really get to know you. And I just we kind of knew each other as acquaintances. Right. You know, and that's what it was. And, uh, you know, and I I just want to say that, you know, getting to know you over the last couple of years and you jumping on the podcast, man, it's definitely injected uh, some life into this. It's opened up the racing side of things. And uh, having you as a co-host, dude, it's it's been fun. And hopefully we keep the party going. And, you know, it's it's been a ton of fun. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's been a blast. It has, man. These last couple of years have been incredible and uh, really looking forward to a lot more. Oh no, it's gonna be good. This is just eighty-seven. What's that times two? Like one six, one seventy-four, something like that. We'll go with that. Is that what the math is? Yep. Well, I was just thinking eighty plus eighty is one sixty. Then seven, seven, just is fourteen. Stop while you're ahead. Oh, yes, my just, my four is like math. The four is like math right there. Are, are you two crying right now? I was oh, just man. gonna say somebody's probably thinking, "Get this guy a damn Kleenex." I'm just but you're so happy right now. 
I just wanted to see, you know, it's 87. We got Terry here. Just wanted to give Mike a little bit of time, you know, obviously, like I said, a little early birthday present, get right. him on. You know, I wanted to flip the script a little bit, kind of put Terry in the in the hot seat and see if he had any barn burner questions for him and whatnot. Just have a little fun with it, man. That's what it's all about here at RTS. Yep. So everybody, I, I've got one more. Yeah, and go here, for it. Here's the barn burner hot. <laughs> yes. Hot yes. Here we go. So everybody's had the two o'clock end of the night at the bar. Yeah. 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking around and you're taking somebody home. What's that moment been in your life? Because Lord knows you had to have one. There's got to be a horrible memory, drinking memory or something that you just can't live down. You know, it's definitely not what you're saying. But, man, the one thing I can't live down is probably every time I wake up and I look at my damn Snapchat story, and then I have to delete it right away. Like, I don't even watch it because it's like, what were you doing? Because me, I kind of like music, but I have no effing idea who sings my favorite songs. And I'm not very good at singing, but I like to pretend I'm good. So I always pretend I'm in the Snapchat, and I'm the main character of this story, which I am. And it's god-awful. It is terrible. So that's definitely... My drinking and then me videotaping it and then going back and watching it, that's definitely the uh, probably one thing I regret the most. You know, just like putting it all out there. But hey, that, it's Mueller 87 on Snapchat, right? Yeah, I, think <laughs> like I think it's Mike Mueller 87. Yeah. Yeah. So, so everybody check out Mike's Snapchat. So when he's drunk, you guys can see this. It's uh, it's it, pretty wild. I don't know, man. I, like I said, I like to have fun. I'm going to be 35 when this episode comes out, so I'm halfway to 70, man. It's you almost look, over. You don't look a day over 50. I know. That's the problem. Right, right. <laughs> I can attest to kind of what Mike's saying because so just like a, f- a few weeks ago, they had this like big like uh, deal out on the lake down by Donnie's yeah, where we, they, they were out there ice golfing or whatever with tennis balls or whatever the hell it was. He, I'm, I didn't go with him, so me and Taylor are back here at the house, and this is another Snapchat with music, doesn't know the band, doesn't know the lyrics. <laughs> So just a normal weekend, you know, just just <laughs> normality at its finest, you know. And uh, so he sends it to both me and Taylor and uh, he in the background, they're playing uh, Blink 182, all the small things. So, oh, it's, God. you know, it's a you know a little punk rock from, you know, early 2000s. And his Snapchat is Mark Taylor. It's simple plan. Uh, I was like, you should have cared. Simple plan's playing. I'm like, dude, first of all, that is not simple plan. Oh, too funny. No, Wait, so you're on my side of the world playing ice golf on ice Long Lake. We're at Birch's. Where was my invite, man? Well, you know, number one, I've been invited for 10 years, and this is the first time I've gone. Because Donnie's told me forever, you got to come out and do this. And I'm so glad we went. It was a blast. We had so much fun. All I'm going to say is next time we go, I'm not going to be sober cab because we're going to take full advantage of this. But there nice. was people that built giant tables like this, sleighs, bars, music. It was it was phenomenal. It was so much fun. Nice. Nice. No, it looked like a good time. I, you know, actually, I went back and I was like, you know what? I will have to do that one time. I wouldn't do it every year, but one time. Oh, one time a year. I mean, it was it was phenomenal. I'm excited to just build the sleigh that we can put the bar on to bring there. You know, like because that he's part, already got fabrication plans at work. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm working on a lot of stuff at work. So. I, GT's <laughs> rolling this thing in, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Be on one of the trucks. Yeah, we awesome. can do that. All right. So yeah, but like yeah, we literally pulled <laughs> down right there, parked right at the bar, got off, and Donnie had the tickets and everything done, and it was 
that was so much fun. I just, I really wish I would have been going 10 years ago because net right now it's like, I'd be a legend at this golf tournament. <laughs> <laughs> so it was super cool. So there you have it. Well, Hey, there you go. We got, uh, we did a little racing recap. We got a little bit of 87, uh, news in our lives here on the RTS podcast and whatnot. And, uh, I think uh, it's a good time to segue into the break, boys. Yeah. And on the other side of that, it's going to be Terry's turn to shine. Let's do it. As he's got some uh, very valuable info that's been locked away in the GT vault for a little bit of time here. And uh, I think a lot of the people that listen to this podcast that are involved on the uh, non-wing side of things with the UMS are going to be quite interested to hear the information that's going to about to be uh, released here on the other side of the break. So what do you guys think? Right. Other side of the break. Hotshot Challenge information straight from Terry himself. It's Mark, Mike, and Terry here on the RTS Podcast right back after this. This is Eric Yeo, driver of the number 25 Western Renegade Sprint Car, and you're listening to RTS Podcast, the second best podcast in all of dirt racing. Back here at the Light Speed Equipment Studios RTS Podcast, episode 87, presented by GT Transport LLC. Mark, Mike, and Terry here on the microphones for part two of episode 87. We kind of hit on a bunch of things there in uh, the first part of the deal. We talked a little uh, racing from early in the year, got a little bit of uh, info from Terry, got a little... Uh, Got a little insight that maybe we not have heard from Mike Mueller since his 80, episode 87. Terry coming in with the uh, the uh, barn burner questions, man. I think you did a good job. You'd make a solid third host of the show. Thanks for giving me the training wheels to do this, first of all. Absolutely. So, yeah, you guys make me look good. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, I've never tra- tra- uh, changed a flat tire and a training wheel, but getting ready to. Right, right. right. Can training wheels get flats? I don't know. Depending on the bike. Mine were plastic. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you hit a curb hard enough, anything will bend. Well, you guys know my dad. I don't think I ever got training wheels. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, you know, it's getting to that part of the show where, uh, you know, there's a reason why Terry's here in studio with us. Uh, you know that through uh, GT Transport LLC, he uh, does a little deal called the old uh, GT Hot shot challenge and uh this is going on year three of that challenge correct yes it is yes it is and out of uh, going into year three only one person has ever conquered the feat uh cam Schaefer did it in uh 21 yep cedar uh, lake at cedar lake a thousand dollar bonus for starting tail there you go and now last year Nobody did it. It was a three nights worth of challenges, but uh, just kind of give everybody a rundown of how uh, what the format wa- format was last year that you did. So last year's format was um, uh, we took we had a three thousand dollar total commitment to the, the challenge. First show was thousand uh, dollars start on the tail. If uh, nobody won it, nobody took it. We rolled that money into the second show two thousand. Uh, nobody won it. Nobody took it. And then we got to the Richard with uh, $3,000 potential, start tail. I believe we had two people. Two people took it. Two people took it. Two people took it. Yep. Cam and Scott Brandt. Scott Brandt. And uh, um, their best efforts, and it uh, didn't happen. So we told everybody that 
whoever made all three shows, if nobody won it, the challenge wasn't paid out. The money would get split between all the cars that participated in all uh, all three shows. And um, so it was a $300 bonus to the, there was 10 guys that, that ran all three of our shows. Yep. Yep. Which I, which uh, for, I want to say, I, I like that on top of the stipulation. If somebody doesn't get it, because from your vantage point, I mean, it'd be easy enough. Nobody got it. I'm pocket. Right. I'm putting it back in my pocket. Right. Right. You know, but you still are doing it for the drivers. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's um, one of the biggest things for us. I mean, uh, Obviously, it's it's a fan, you know, I, the fan interaction to, you know, hopefully that they cheer the guy on and and to see that. But, you know, it, it's a really good way to to do our sponsorship a little bit different with the Upper Midwest Sprint Car Series. And also, you know, it, again, on the back episode, you know, this was my dad loved these type of events, these these challenges, these purses, the the, the bounty hunt, that kind of stuff. Right. So it works and um, and it just it's a. Uh, it's a nice little thing to do, and it, it gives the the drivers a little bit of pub. It gives the business some pub, and you know, we'll um, as long as the good Lord's willing, and we're still making some money, we're going to keep doing it. Oh, yeah. absolutely! It's a lot of fun. Those are definitely the three races I had circled on my schedule last year. I was looking forward to them. Like no rain, let's go or rain early in the week and get that bottom heavy. So there, you oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. Oh my God! There you go. Uh, so, and then just, uh, we talked about it previously, but obviously you could do this with any form of racing. You could have done it with modifieds. You could have done it with late models. You could have done it with the wind, wing sprints, but you've chosen to do the hot shot challenge with the non wings, the traditionals with the UMSS. Uh, just real briefly, uh, what was the reasoning behind picking that series and picking that style of car to present this challenge with? When the, the traditionals came out, one of the biggest things we kept hearing from everybody. Now, mind you, I was still working with the Wing 360s at the time under the UMSS banner, and it'll never work. It'll never work. It'll never work. Right. You can't do this. It mm-hmm. won't work. The guys that came about that supported that class and and had it has grown to. I can't. I Ron might be able to sit here and say he thought it would get here. I never would have believed we'd see the car counts we're seeing, and to see how big this has gotten up here so that's one of the biggest reasons was was that to to try and do something to reward the guys that have been around it that have been doing it and like i told you on the previous show you know uh the only thing that needs wings is your plow so you know <laughs> and fairies yeah yeah i like my wings covered in buffalo sauce there you go <laughs> i'm a parm garlic guy there you go um so yeah it's uh and not saying you know a year or two down the road once the uh the wing cars you know really get solidified you know not saying that this might not go that route and and we do a deal with the wing guys one year so mm-hmm. you know it's it's always flexible and and we're always looking to do something a little bit different and uh well we're gonna do something a little bit different right on well before we get to the changes and the updates for this year that was actually a follow-up question you're kind of talking maybe a couple of years down the road with the wings Kind of looking at the landscape of the UMSS currently, I think we're kind of seeing a little bit of a change of a guard right now as, you know, the the Wing series, you know, it was originally the 360s and you were a, you were a part of that back in the early days of the UMSS. That goes away 
And now they bring in uh, the, you know, the uh, the 350, the small block or the LS, you know, put a four barrel on it. Or you could do a 305. Now those rules are fluctuating in the next year or two. But now we're seeing the wing car count numbers are have increased in the last two years. And just from what we know, what we've taken from information from uh, some people in the UMSS, people that we have talked to, drivers, that number is going to go up again in 2023. And so, like you said, it, the, I think we're seeing a bit of a change in the guard where before it was the traditionals were one and the wings were one A or one B or however you want to say it. I think it's starting to flip flop. Oh, yeah. Well, and up here, that's your 410s, your 360s, anything up here. That's that's what everybody is exposed to on the higher end of sprint car racing. Yes. Um, everything's got wings on it. Even growing up, you know, Cedar Lake was running them weekly and you, you go wherever it was always winged sprint cars outlaw sprint cars that's that's what it was um and it's it's weird to think how you know not going too far back even from that in the 60s and the 70s non-winged sprint cars up here were huge right midgets all that stuff Mm -hmm. all that has pretty much gone to the wayside you know except for the traditional series with the upper midwest but there's if it was a sprint car up here, everybody recognized it as, as a winged sprint car. Exactly. Yep. No, and I agree. Like when people, you know, ask me and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, like what are you involved with? And I'm sprint car racing. Oh, like the World Outlaws. Yes, but no. Yes. You know, you, Same you, thing, no wings. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> the initial answer every time. Uh, so, no, I, I agree with you there on that and everything. And, uh, no, so it's definitely it's something that you're lo- you're looking down the road. Just, you know, you're seeing where things are going. Oh, absolutely. And I not to not to take anything away from either group. It's just the the traditionals typically have put on they put on a little bit better at the time. The racing's way better. Right. The finishes right. are better. Closer it, packs. Yes, yes. It's with the wing stuff. If if you're off a little bit, you're off a lot of it. Right. Yeah. Um. You know the the non wing stuff without the arrow and everything. I think that's the biggest reason why you guys can stay in the packs you are, and it, that potential too. Like Cam did, you know, two year yeah two years ago was to do that. Mm-hmm. You could go through the field. Yep. Not have to rely on arrow. It's set up and driver. That's, that's, that's how they've always said, you know, people are always like, well, the, you know, the wings, they, they, they go faster. That's always been the thing. They go faster. Right. Well, you take those off and right now you've put, you, you were asking for the driver to prove his skill set. Yes. To, you know, himself and everybody else that's watching, be like, okay, you're putting the car back into the driver's hands. Yes. Yes. And that's what makes it so much cool. And that's why I've always favored them over the wings. Yep. Yep. But it, again, I mean, there's, I've. I've said this to plenty of guys that run fendered cars and, you know, whatever. A true driver, in my opinion, is a sprint car driver. You have to be able to drive those cars. Yes. You can adjust a modified. You can adjust a late model. You can adjust this, you know, whatever class to fit a driver's style. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, you can still do that a little bit with a sprint car. But in all honesty, it's the driver that makes the biggest change in those cars. It is the truest driver racing form there is in my opinion i agree with you because you can take two late models right now and you can put a decent driver in it and you can put the best driver in it and the best driver i know is brandon overton right jonathan Damport. you put those guys in there they can be within tenths in lap times in two identical cars you can't do that in sprint car racing no you have to have a driver just what you said in the non-wing division you can have two great cars 
And a good driver like Cam, for example, he can take a pile of shit to the front. No problem. Right. You know, you put a guy in a brand new car, he can go backwards just as fast. Exactly. So what you're saying, I agree 100%. Yep. Yep. So I mean, garden sheds on wheels, man. They all look the same. <laughs> just different <laughs> graphics. Right. Right. So from that standpoint, I, for, you know, I'm, not, I'm on behalf of everybody, we, we thank you for what you're doing and doing this again in this, in 2023. What you do is awesome. I know the drivers appreciate it. It's, it's a, it's an extra bonus, something from the shoot for it's a challenge. And like you said, it's it's basically a bounty, and you know some of the you know some nights yeah some guys might take it, some guys might not. You know, like the first night I remember this year, you know, with the cars that qualified for the option, a lot of the guys that were starting up front had had really good heat races, and were starting up starting in positions, you know, in the feature lineup to where they weren't really accustomed to. Right. They were looking for a good night. Yeah. So going to the back, you know, when you're that early in the season. You know, that's not something that you might think about doing when you're like, okay, I'm looking at the longevity of the season. If you are chasing points or just looking for a consistent year, you know, that's it wasn't on the table. And unfortunately, nobody nobody took the challenge. And that's the you know, again, uh, when we get there, that's one of the biggest things you're going to see here this year is the schedule has been pushed back. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not going to do an early season show this year. Okay, Um, And to try and kind of let the points start sorting themselves out a little bit. So I'm hoping my my theory, I guess, behind that is the guys that are going to run for points, great. They, that's, they're kind of solidified in that deal. But a guy that might have had a couple of rough nights, you know, God forbid, but, you know, they can whoever. take the challenge. They and- can take the challenge. There's, you know, it, I'm hoping that might draw a little bit more for that. Okay. But, you know, it's it's something I wanted to, to try and in we're going to try and condense it a little bit and we're going to push it out a little further and we're going to see what happens. All right. So with that being said, before we announce the dates and whatnot, so what, so when it comes down to rules wise, eligibility, kind of the format that you're looking for, what's, what's the guidelines for 2023? So 2023 is going to look almost identical to 22. We're going to take thousand dollars first show, thousand dollars second show, thousand dollars third show front two guys first show are going to have the shot to go tail if nobody takes it nobody wins it we roll that money in again we go to the second show again same song and dance top four guys that night yep two thousand dollars if nobody takes a challenge and nobody wins it we go to the third night three thousand again top six cars get the option nobody takes it nobody wins it the guys that participated in all the shows and have the new GT Transport Hotshot Challenge sticker on there their cars. There you go. Oh, it's going to look gotta pretty. You got to do it. As long as you've had that on your car all three nights, participated in all three shows, if if nobody wins the three. You're eligible for the split. You're el- eligible for the split. I'll quit biting my tongue there for a minute. <laughs> um, so that's the game plan this year. We're going to, that's, that's what we're going to start off with and, and kind of see what happens. So right on. And so, and then just for some clarification, cause I know there was a little bit of, a little bit of mix up with it, but so say we get to that third night and we got six guys that are jockeying for this and that are eligible. Uh, what is the rundown going to be of who gets that first option to say yes or no? So sixth guy will get first option. Okay. So, so vice versa. So for second night, fourth guy gets first yep. option. First night with the first two, second guy second gets, guy first, gets option. first option. Okay, and then yep. we'll go down from there. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. I know there was a little bit of a guys asking about that. I remember seeing that on the when we were doing it. So just want to make sure everything's out there, clear and ready to go. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, that's going to be the only change we're going to do this year is is uh, DK Designs, Dylan Crumshoulder. He's going to make up the. We've got a logo and everything. Um, so as long as you got sticker on your car, we're uh, you're in. No, that's perfect. That's the way to go, man. I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait. Thank you again for everything you're doing for the series. Yeah. Well, make sure you thank uh, uh, the the head accountant. Um, you know, CEO. bottle washer, yeah. underwater basket yeah. weaver, yeah. all the you know, yeah. all the top tier stuff. <laughs> you know, it. Uh, God love Rachel. Um, yep. You know, she's the one that I get these cockamamie ideas, and I go to her, and she looks at me, and she goes, "What the hell? What are you thinking?" <laughs> right. Um, we love doing it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's fun for us. It's fun for the drivers. It's, it's hopefully it's fun for the fans and, uh, we're going to see some different fans this year that are going to participate. Right so, on. so I, I just, oh, I go just ahead. hope one day I'm good enough to draw near the middle of the pack. So I have a chance, a chance to take this challenge. That's all I'm hoping for. I've never had the chance to take the challenge in the four. Yeah, you haven't. Nope. No. So I think I think the first time it was two cars, I was like fourth in passing points. I'm like, if this would have been the next race, I would have had it. Then I was six. <laughs> and then the time you did six, I'm pretty sure I was seventh last right. year. So right. well, I uh, I've I've gotten to see it happen once with somebody I was involved with, Johnny. You didn't even have to ask him. He was like, yeah. Yep, my man. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. So yeah, and yeah. then we uh we uh, had motor problems halfway through. So that was actually the night that Cam won it. So yeah. uh one kind of final question about that, and I just actually thought about this. So for example, night one, thousand bucks is up to grab. Two guys have the option. Say one of them or both of them accept the challenge and one of them hits it and you gotta pay out you pay out the thousand dollars. Yep. Are the other two nights still eligible or is that are we done? So it'll so then the second night would start over at a thousand dollars, thousand bucks with two yep. people or with, with, with two. two people. Okay, so we just yep. basically reset. We just reset. Perfect. Yep. Yep. Okay, I was so. just thinking about that while you guys were chatting. I was like, okay, now wait a minute. Now if somebody does win this same night one, then are we still rolling the other two nights, or is it, hey, we have a winner? Yep. No. It um the the game plan right now is is three thousand dollars. We're a lot, you know, that's the game plan. Yep. You know, God forbid business does a big swing or whatever, but right, yeah, right, I mean, right, our right. game plan is okay. $3,000, $1,000 at each show. Yep. And, um, yeah, if it gets claimed the first night, we roll into the second night. Starts over. Starts all over. Yep. Perfect. And so then it would go to, if those other two nights, then it would just be divvied up $2,000 yep. instead of the three. Yep. yep. I'm just trying to make sure it's all laid out there for you so you don't get bombarded with questions <laughs> at the track, man. <laughs> so hopefully we get this out there to the masses of the people that want to know so that then it's just smooth sailing for night one. Right. Right. So, so yeah, we're uh, we're looking forward to it. All right. Well, with that being said, we've kind of, we've laid the groundwork. Now we got to get some dates. We got to figure out where these hot shot challenges are going to go down. So let's start off night one. Where's the first challenge? Date, time, track. Where are we doing it? We're going to Talladega. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This I'm is what I said kidding. earlier about big tracks. Oh my god, we're going to need a restrictor plate. <laughs> first night going to Talladega. <laughs> first night uh, of the GT Transport Hot Shot Challenge. Use the Speedway, July fourteenth. Mississippi Thunder Speedway. Oh, there we go. MTS. We uh, we went down there last year for the Dairyland, uh, USMTS, World Outlaw Case, late model World Outlaws, and uh, I, we've been there once before. Fell in love with the place. That place is amazing. And uh, I reached out to Tyrone, talked to him a little bit about it, uh, talked to Ron about it. Just a, just a class operation down there. Beautiful and facility. You, you look at the track. I can't wait for the day they put four tens on that track. Right. But 
our cars down there are going to be nuts. It is just amazing down there. So besides the fact of it being the first ever trip for the UMSS to MTS, Mississippi Thunder Speedway, we've put a little bit of a, we, you've put a monkey wrench into it, man. Oh, you yeah. have yeah. a big time monkey wrench. Yeah. Well, he's throwing a comma down. You know what I mean? With a bounty, basically, oh, yeah. is what you're doing. Yeah. First yeah. time there. And that place is phenomenal. Like I said, I've been there. I've raced there in a B-Mod. I know a lot of people that we race with in the non-wing you know, country. No one's been to this place. No. I think no. Brad Peterson is the only person that's been there on practice day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's this right. this place is phenomenal. Like you said, I fell in love with this place, and I haven't been back since 2013. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. All right, so yeah. now we're going to have to get in call. We're going to have to get in contact with the owners, Donna. We're going to have to see if we can get some test sessions. Dude, they, and this is one of the tracks that does do a lot of test sessions yeah. Ooh, earlier yeah. in the year. Mm, yep. Interesting. Yeah. Inter so, very interesting. And there's, there's not a better track in the country, in my opinion. You sit in the grandstands. It is beautiful. The hills, the, I mean, the scenery, everything. It is just... We love the place. So, uh, well, and speaking in the grandstand, do they still have the concrete and you bring oh, yeah. your own lawn chair? Bring your own lawn chair. Because that is one of wow. the coolest things That's about cool. that place. Yep. You're not sitting in a shitty ass bleacher. No. You no. are sitting in your own seat that you are bringing, which is phenomenal. And even the bleachers that they have are not shitty ass bleachers. Right. They, well, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> in general. Yeah. But the no, backbreaker. No, yes. No, it's um, the tailbone bruiser. Yeah. I, I mean, it's they, they have done uh, a tremendous amount of work down at that facility. Um, class A operation all the way, Top and uh, yeah, we're 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 so looking forward to getting down there and doing this deal. And uh, when Ron told me this was going to happen, I had told him earlier in the year. I said, if we go down to MTS, there will be a challenge show down there. Okay. End of story. And uh, he, when he said it was happening, first this is we're doing this right. Night one's yeah. booked. Yeah. So <laughs> what's that? That is crazy because when you and me were setting this whole deal up, I figured that was going to be night two. Right. That was my guess. The track wasn't confirmed. You weren't telling me nothing. But I was thinking, all right, we're probably probably sometime, you know, around Outlaw Show at Cedar. That'll be night one. And then that's Mississippi Thunder will be night two. Just guessing on dates and tracks. But uh, no, that's a huge curveball, man. A track that nobody's really ever that's nobody's ever been to in a sprint car. Right. And we're gonna have a chance, uh, or two lucky guys might have the chance to go running for a, a G note. Yep. Right. And right. this will be me at the draw window that night. Mike, hit the button. Boom. 98. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Try again next yeah. time, Mike. See you in the middle of the pack, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so a little background before we get ready to announce the next track. Uh, Mueller had spoken. He was looking forward to uh, going down to the million for the sprint cars. I was. And, Not uh, no more. So I might have screwed that up for him, but I'm hoping I can recover here. With the next track announcement? Oh, boy. Oh, man. Okay. Don't say it. What Don't is it? Don't say What's it. What's it going to be? Don't say it. Oh, my God. Oh, he's on his phone. Drum roll, please. Or it should be like uh, Christmas Vacation with the grandpa. Nobody know. All right. Saturday, August 19th, 45th annual ADCO Jackson Nationals. Whoa. This is a pretty damn cool track. Oh. With the World of Outlaws. With the wow. World of Outlaws. Wow. We, um, Jackson actually, uh, reached out to me. Wow. That and, really, um, I saw your push truck on dirt vision, <laughs> huh? <laughs> and, uh, so the conversation was had and, uh, they've reached out to us to try and do some other stuff with their three sixties and stuff down there. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, 
never was quite the right fit. We were always committed to the, doing the UMSS stuff, and we were committed to the teams we had up here. And, and this is this is home up here, right? So when this all got kind of we got talking about it, it it, it worked. Um, we were down there last year for the nationals. Yep. Um, the UMSS cars down there are awesome, and um, I'm hoping this is a way too to that it'll draw some more teams down there and uh and have have a little bit fuller field and yeah, for sure um, i mean it's jackson yes it, yeah it, it, the, the place again top notch class a facility you yeah. know it um it, it's, it's fun to go to a sprint car track with a sprint car right. like we said before where they have 24 push trucks where thing is ran in a sprint car format so bringing this to jackson and then also with your business and everything it's this is huge huge for your business huge for the umss and the gt hotshot challenge yeah yeah so we're looking forward to uh night two down at jackson and then um well, hang on i so i actually so i for going back to night one in mississippi i've never been there i've never been to mts how big is that track it's about a three-eighths mile is it three-eighths it's you you'd call it three-eighths i'd call it like a third really you think it's bigger than cedar lake no i think it's smaller Mm. Isn't three eighths? Oh God! Here we go again with well, math. Third is three, three, Somebody three, get a three, tape measure. Three, seven, five. I would say definitely. I mean, it's it's it, for like us the way I look at it. It's like Cedar Lake gear ratio. Okay, so that's why I say like Cedar Lake. But I've been there. This track is faster than Cedar Lake. Yeah, though. this but, is more of an oval. Yeah, you yes. know what I mean. Than like two straightaways in the corners. MTS is a fast damn racetrack. I've yeah. been there. Like I said, it is, dude. And then like you said, watching the whatever it was last year with the mods and labels that place is fast stupid yeah yeah and i it, cannot wait so it's, it's we're classified so what do you what do you guys think i would say it's like rice lake size but yeah. oval yep in rice lakes a hair smaller it's bank like cedar lake like rice lake that's not even a fair comparison to be honest it's more like granite city how they kind of have a front stretch and then their back stretch is d-shaped yeah. but maybe a hair bigger than granite city but oh. it's banked the whole way around yeah okay. the straightaways okay. and everything it yeah. is that place is badass well i'm just i'm kind of so because obviously we still got to figure out what night three is but i mean you're already throwing you I mean when you're talking about the track and with the two tracks that you've announced it's two different variation of tracks oh exactly you yes. know exactly. which you know we're easily you could have been like yeah we're gonna do all nights three nights at cedar lake yep but, you yep. know but you got two brand new track you know a four tenths mile of jackson I mean, it's two different variation of tracks. Like, th this is, I'm intrigued right now. This is awesome, dude. This is awesome. <laughs> it is. And the well, cool thing about it is we went to Jackson one time last year, and I was high point, man. So I would have made <laughs> the challenge. So, And I definitely would have taken it because that was the first night back in the old Schneegel yes. I brought down to Jackson. So. Yes. R.I.P., brother. I, uh, man, yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. Yes. No, yeah. that's cool, man. Well, we got two down, one to go. I have a pretty good feeling where night three is going to be, but I'm going to let you announce it, sir. So we had to stick with tradition. Absolutely. Um, so we're going back to Princeton? <laughs> <laughs> Granite City? No. Houston's no, Proctor. No, oh, no. One of the nights Ashley. at the North Dakota Nationals. No. Oh, no. Right. preferably God, one of the first two. God love them. <laughs> God love them guys up there in North Dakota for what they have done. Wow. Absolutely. That, that, Phenomenal. That deal up there is huge. I'm hoping we can get up there and check it out this year. You do. You need um, to, man. It's fun. If you're a local upper Midwest sprint car racing fan, how can you not be at the Jerry Richard Memorial? These are I agree. It it's it's a full spring car show. It's it's the tradition, the respect, the the everything about that show. It's one of the shows I've always just marked on my calendar. I'm going. I yep. don't care what happens. I'm gonna be there. 
I, you know, I can't thank Cedar Lake enough for what they have done to let us do this at, at the past two seasons. And, you know, they've been great hosts and have done, you know, everything that we could ever ask them to do. But we wanted to do something a little different and, and take these, you know, two nights and then obviously then bring it to our kind of UMSS's biggest stage yep. is the Richard Memorial. So night three will be at the Jerry Richard Memorial. Perfect. Yep. So. Sticking with tradition, you've got three different style of racetracks. Man, it's this is going to be fun. Yes. So this I'm, is going to be a fun year. My biggest takeaway from it, going to Mississippi Thunder is going to be awesome. Jackson, always badass, with the World of Outlaws, on Dirty Vision. And then back, like you said, at the biggest sprint car show in Minnesota, Wisconsin, our area right here. So, dude, I can't wait. I think it's going to be, what, the 25th Jerry Rickert Memorial this I year? I believe so. Yes. And like I said, I don't think I've missed one. It has never rained out once either. No. Which is incredible. You get, you get those for cursing. Events. You yeah. just <laughs> gave it the announcer's jinx. You, I did. Well, you I'm not an dog. announcer. I'm a shitty-ass podcast host. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, hands down, it is not. And like I said, I've always been to this race. I ran go-karts. This was our biggest race at our go-kart track. And we skipped it every year to go watch this because yep. my dad, you know, big sprint car fan, Sonny Ricker, his grandpa, Knoxville National Champion, I believe, yeah. in 62. So, yeah, it's, uh, dude, it's going to be awesome. Sweet yeah. finale to the end of the GT Hot Shot Challenge. Yeah. No, so. it's, uh, it is going to be fun. I, you threw a couple curveballs. I thought I had a good grasp on what was going on. I was completely wrong. I was right on two <laughs> of the three. So. I didn't see the Jackson one. I, I did not either. I didn't but see it's that a smart play by him trying to be on dirty vision. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's what's going down. God's honest truth. It was hard to take that Cedar Lake World Outlaw show. Yeah. Because of the TV. But what trumped it in, in spades was, once these guys go down to MTS, if you don't fall in love with the place, and I'm hoping I'm not overselling this. No, but, it's one of the best tracks, literally the best tracks in the five-state area. Yeah. Like I said, when we went down there last year after, you know, it had been quite a bit of time since the last time we were down there, and to see this place and the way that they've configured the track and everything, when this deal went down, I had to do it. I just, it, it was going to I don't blame happen. you, man. Felt right. I don't blame you. No, it's... uh. Probably the most unique GT hot shot challenge yes. of all time. Yes. So now you know you've got to up it again in 2024. Yeah. <laughs> so like 2024, let's just let's do a little you know on air production. I mean, what about like four races for four grand? I don't think you'd sell. Uh, <laughs> you were talking, Mike. You were talking to the wrong. Hey, hey, I can sell ice to an Eskimo. So you just let me know. <laughs> no, I. Uh, you know, well, it's it's always year to year. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's, you know, it's, it's what the business looks like, kind of what everything looks like. Yeah, and, for sure. You know, we're, we'll do as much as we can. And in this year, you know, all things are showing that we're going to be good for it and we're going to do it. So we're going to do it again. And, you know, next year we'll, uh, we'll see where it goes. Well, it's like Terry saying right now, if business is good, this is good. So next year, this could potentially pay $30,000, 10,000 each night <laughs> if business is well. So if everybody listening, if you're not shipping, with GT Transport, you make it happen. We're talking forty foot flatbeds. This could be ten grand each race. And guess what? I'm going to the back and buying a new car if I make the redraw. So let's make it happen. Ship your shit with GT. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, I really think you're missing the boat, Mike. You should really be a spokesman. He does. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Well, well see ship? what the 
Ship your shit with <laughs> GT Transport. I love it, man. Yeah, contact Terry or Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Ask for anybody if you got a lot of shit to right, ship. Right, exactly. Oh, my God. Well, see, there's a little bit of liquid uh, courage behind that, too, Terry, if you haven't noticed. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get the fireball rolling. Anything. You don't know what's going to happen next. Wow, I quit fireball for Lent. Thanks for wrecking for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Our thousands of tens of listeners. Right. Yep, right. the ten people that listen to this podcast on a daily basis <laughs> one three of us are sitting here oh man well d- terry uh, like i said thank you again for everything that you do with the hot shot challenge bringing yes. it to the umss giving the drivers that are a part of our series uh, a chance to run for a, a substantial payday you know if they can make it work and if the stars align and everything i mean like we said we've seen it done once yep. so it is possible oh it exactly. can be done i do yeah. have a quick question though yeah i did happen to see the three thousand dollar happy gilmore bingo check last year yes so if you win white night one do you get a thousand dollar bingo check Ooh. or a two thousand dollar bingo check Ooh. i think we need to have that ready yeah with different stickers and i think Ooh. my logo's changed since then too yeah yeah well i know we're gonna have to update because yeah, yeah you know logistics yeah Definitely, because one of the cool things, and like I've won a lot of races, and I've won races without trophies. I've won races with trophies and bingo checks. The bingo checks are badass. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I we thought about doing it, and we just never did. And then with the $3,000 deal, it's like, how can we not have one of the big bingo checks? Right. They're the best. Absolutely. Right. Right. For advertising and victory and, lane, because uh, everybody will always have that picture, and they'll keep that picture forever. Oh, you're damn right. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I can tell you this for free. It is hanging proudly. In the uh, home base of the GT Transport shop. Perfect. Perfect. Just waiting to land here in the RTS studios. Hell yeah. Get on your <laughs> ship, Mike. Figure it out. <laughs> well, like I said, so we got July 14th in Mississippi Thunder. Yep. August 19th, 45th Avenue, 45th Annual Jackson Nationals. Yes. And then the Rickert Memorial at Cedar Lake Speedway for night three of the Hot Shot Challenge. Yes unbelievable man yes. what you're doing we like you said from all from i'm i'm feel like i'm speaking on behalf of the drivers but thank you for what you're doing man it, it, it is completely awesome no we love it i mean rachel and i both you know the the camaraderie the you know everybody i mean we get a pat on the pat on the backs are great and everything like that but it's something we can do for the drivers and everybody appreciates it and we love it and it just it's it's a great way to to hype up an event or, or get a plug in and there might be another thing in the works, and we'll kind of see where that goes. So. Oh, you're leaving us with a teaser. Oh, man. Every the clip, time. The cliffhangers. Unbelievable. It's so, yeah, all right. So we're, now we're getting teased. Now there's more information. Now we're going to have to do another one of these once it, he decides to announce it's it. It's basically like what Terry said when we were checking the mics in. You know what I mean? Check right. one, two. Right. So I can't <laughs> wait, man. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Can't wait to get the 2023 season off. Absolutely, man. Well, thank you for coming on RTS and uh, announcing the Hot Shot Challenge uh, uh, information with us so we can get it out there to everybody. Appreciate it. Appreciate you being a part of the podcast as well as we talked about earlier in the show. Uh, having you guys on board is absolutely uh, awesome, and I feel like our uh, our partnership is, uh, you know, light years ahead and we can or light speed light ahead, speed ahead light yes. speed ahead see nice plug you know what nice i was plug. thinking about saying it but i didn't know if i wanted to cross it too but maybe if they need to ship one of their screen printing uh machines they need to get a hold of gt transport llc yeah i'll have to let donnie know get a hold of terry and we'll uh, definitely get a quote we'll get, yeah, right. we'll get that right. lined up Absolutely. so before we let you go terry obviously i mean i mean 
it's just a kind of like a race car driver deal, but obviously because, you know, of everybody that's involved with your company and the people that are helping you out, I mean, you got what you want to show some love, give some shout outs, you know, kids, oh, wife. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, Rachel is awesome. Both our girls, Abby and April, you know, the four of them it, with the four of us, it's, it's all about racing. That's our family deal. We don't fish. We don't hunt. We don't, you know, it's racing. The team we've got with us right now, the drivers, uh, uh, Jeremy, Mike, Cody, Mitch, and um, and Josh, it's it's awesome. You know, I, I couldn't ask for, for a better group of guys to help us out. And, I mean, most of all, you know, thanks to you guys for giving us the airtime to do this. Thanks to the drivers for supporting this deal. Thanks for the tracks for letting us do this. Um, you know, like I said, two years, Cedar Lake. Awesome. Um, you know, it's, it's sad to try and take the two dates away from there, but it's, it's exciting to, uh, how excited that MTS is and how excited Jackson is to, to do this and to, and to see where it goes. And, and, uh, you know, like I said, you know, little radio coochie coo, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens down at MTS. So, um, yeah, could be, uh, could be interesting. No, it's going to be very interesting. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's, it's going to be a fun summer when these, uh, when these three nights roll around on the schedule for oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. I already circled on my calendar. That's for sure. And another thing I just thought of, it's super cool with Jackson doing their special format for the Ago Jackson Nationals that we'll be doing a different format as well. So that's yeah. even better. It'll be cool. You know, most definitely. So let's, uh, let's get out support shows and Make it happen. Couldn't agree with you more, man. And then, uh, Mike, you know, since this was episode 87, brother. What's up, dog? You got to give your sponsors some love. Well, my sponsors, <laughs> they're the best, honestly. <laughs> if it wasn't for them, guys, I wouldn't be on the track, hands down. So the biggest person, LightspeedEquipment.com, Donnie Chilstrom, Donco, also Donco Reservations. Donnie's been with me forever, so he's helped me put the new DRC together, and we're going to make this thing I don't know. Hopefully, light speed, you know, better than our competition. So. I can't wait to drive it. <laughs> yeah. And Mark will probably run a couple races next year in the in the 87 car. So <laughs> definitely looking forward to that. Um, another big guy. I mean, Greg Parent, JRP Motorsports. He's been with me forever. Greg's been a huge fan. We were friends long before, our, you know, sponsorship and whatnot, you know, relationships. So Greg's the best. Helps out a ton of people. Does a ton of people. Done a, does a ton of support for the uh, whole racing industry. Uh, Andy Zerker, Zerker Belgium, he gave me my first shot when I drove that modified back in, man, just out of high school. So big thanks to Andy. Qualityfreightrate.com, Matt Bull. Man, if you're shipping shit, ship with him too. <laughs> so Gear Gear Corporation, Bob, you know, one of my uh, my boss, right? You know, lets me powder coat a lot of stuff for free and uh, helps me out. So Champion Racing Oil, you know, they make my motor look like blue Smurf piss, as Biscuits would call it. So Foot and ankle clinic, Jeff Peller sells, drove his shit for a long time. Jeff's been, you know, big, big part of my racing career. Let me drive his cars, wing cars, non-wing car, everything when I didn't have a, didn't have a car, a motor, or whatnot. So thanks a lot to Jeff. I know I'm missing people, but Revive Restoration, CJ, Nick and Steph's brother-in-law, you know, so he's helped me out a lot over the last year. So siding, windows, roofs, whatever you need, get a hold of him. I don't know. My buddy Chad Fowler, he sells homes. He's helped me out a long time. CNS Automotive, always give me new bullets, and, you know, motors have been good. RTS Podcast, what would I do without them guys? You know, they let me talk on here and talk a lot of shit, and it's a blast, man. Um, Suburban Glassworks helped me out last year, so uh, they made me look clearly and get through everything, and I don't know, man. I'm just totally looking forward to 2023. I'll be in the uh, 61 car, so LureRaps.com. I'm sure they'll come on board with the non-win car. If not, we'll just print a sticker or whatever. 
But yeah, DK Designs always makes my shit look good, makes my lid look fresh as death. So if it wasn't for them people, no joke, I wouldn't be racing. So thank you to everybody. I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. Right on. There you have it. Well, I say let's get the heck out of here, guys. Wrap it up here. Terry Golly, GT Transport LLC in the house, president of operations. She's out in the living room talking to president of operations, RTS. So God forbid what that's going to look like when we get out of the studio. I'm quite interested to find out for myself. Oh, I'm with you, bud. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what businesses we've got or don't have. Right. Yes, that'll be uh, that'll be definitely the truth there. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to uh, our sponsors uh, one more time here for RTS GT Transport LLC is uh, presenting sponsor Lightspeed Equipment uh, Studio sponsor DK Designs Pretty Polished Junkie TCB Speed North. Racing Today, Mueller Jewelers, Taylor Jewelers Photography, and the Fast Factory Foundation. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you uh, coming back on board with us here in 2023 and uh, being a part of the RTS Podcast. If you're looking for us on our socials, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, RTS Podcast, RTS Podcast MN. Search it. You will find us or go and find us on any of your favorite podcast platforms such as iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast. You name it. Search RTS Podcast. You will find us there there listen to every episode one through 86 and it'll make your ears bleed i guarantee it and uh that's a disaster we call the rts podcast terry thank you again for uh coming in and uh hanging out and uh, bsing with us here and giving us the information for the hot shot challenge appreciate you man thank you very much we greatly appreciate your time anytime man mike it's been a it's always a pleasure glad we were able to get a little more background on you maybe there's some stuff in there that you mentioned uh, to the masses that they've never heard before so uh it was good to highlight you as well here on episode 87 Dude, it's been a blast, Mark. Cannot wait for another 87 episodes. <laughs> I thought, so what, 187? No, I said another 87. Oh, another 87 yeah, episodes. So, oh, yeah. So, like, what was that? 174. Yep, like 174. Said. Yep, when we double up. <laughs> the like, smoke rolling out of your guys' ears right now is just <laughs> insane. Dude, it's a little less smoke than that Campbell Crush. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Let's get the heck out of here. RTS episode 87. We're out of here. See ya. Later. Later.